This is true buzz, that Mary Jane, now we ain't new to this For my stoners and for my cannabis enthusiasts Never heard a show as good as this, yeah, number one, it's the best Bringing in many special guests in the industry of cannabis Business owners to growers, even artists you know of So sit back and just roll up the perfect show for my smokers True buzz Thank you to the sponsor today, Mind Muscle Academy. My brother Justin's offering some really cool deals, so I'm just going to give you direct access to email him, let him know your goals, let him know what you're thinking, and he'll hook you up with some discounts for being a true bud. Email Justin at justinwoltering at gmail.com for instant offers and get to know my bro who runs Mind Muscle Academy, built bigger, better, faster, cover model fitness guru and chill dude who's helped me on my transformation. Also, John Dormal, who we have on the show today, is offering a 20% discount on his digital coaching and personal training. Just hit him up, say you're a true bud, and you're good to go. Oh yeah, here we go. Easy money. Easy money. Big money, baby. (laughs) Welcome to the True Bud Show. It's your buddy Jack Woltering here with John Dormal. Just a great dude, but a bodybuilder, personal trainer, just a really knowledgeable dude when it comes to fitness. And I'm really excited to talk about cannabis and fitness with you and just kind of what you got going on, your goals, and uh, share my thoughts on weed and fitness yeah, excited, as well, man. bro. Thanks for having me on. Thanks for Been kicking it, bro. time coming. <laughs> I know, a long time overdue here, man. So let's start off just talking about that, brother. Um, tell me a little bit about your training and how you incorporate cannabis or like what does it look like to you? Oh, uh, well, as far as like cannabis and like my training in general, I don't necessarily like need it to like kind of like get me through like my workouts. It's more on the recovery process. Like for a long time, I had like crazy like insomnia. Like I would do literally anything to try to like just fall asleep. I would average like three, four hours of sleep like a night Shit. for the past like, well, like last like five, six years, something like that. Um, I would just try tying myself out before bed. Like I'd sleep for like a few hours and then wake up like abruptly. I'd even try like drinking myself to sleep before. <laughs> and you know, there's nothing good about that. That's for sure. I'd knock out for the first hour and then I wake up again, um, take melatonin, like nothing works. And then my homie introduced me to cannabis. Like I've always done it like here and there, like a high school, college and all that, but like never consistent. But once I finally started using it, like literally just before bed, and like I just getting like my REM like sleep, and getting my full eight hours, sometimes more. So like, oh shit, That's... it's really just like the recovery. Like I I sleep so much better with it, and I feel like when it comes to my gains, it has like contributed to that like a little bit. I want to say. That makes sense that mm-hmm. you're able you're getting the rest to let it, but that's crazy, man. That you literally like doubled your sleep. Do you go? Do you ever have to go a day night without it? And you notice that yeah. it's like fuck, yeah. Like, shit. Especially like nights where like I travel to like visit my, my parents, like my girlfriend's family, and like stay the night, and I don't have it, and I feel like damn, like I I feel like I'm like missing <laughs> it, and just the sleeping part, like it's a struggle, like. I don't know how to like tire myself out like without it for some reason. I don't want to see it as like a crutch, but it's more like an aid, like definitely. And if I could just take it everywhere, like sometimes you can, like you get away with it. I have to like sneak off, like I'm still in high school, like one of my parents' house. And even though it's like at two in the morning, 
try to get that quick hit in just so I can knock out. <laughs> well, I, hear, and that's I did that during uh, Thanksgiving too. <laughs> yeah, you gotta get it, get it how you can, man. But that's where you could sneak in some edibles too, or something. That's true. Like that's when true. I when, when you go out with them, mm-hmm. just, I would just bring a little some edibles with you, and you're good to go. So you don't smoke during training, though. Uh, or before, I've, I've tried it a few times. I mean. It helps me like relax. Okay. But as far as like improving my workouts, I don't see like the improvement yet, at least. Okay. Yeah. Well, we should do one together. We to should. see how it goes. We should. Muscle Beach. Yeah. G- and we are just talking about that. We got to hit up the boardwalk and see how it goes. Yeah, just go with it. Yeah, yeah I love it. But I, I feel you. It's hard to know if it's like really helping or not. Mm-hmm. Uh, me, I have it, a bunch of friends that do it and they swear like by it that it helps like for sure. They feel like they're just like in the zone. They get like the extra rep or two in and it's just like a different type of level workout that they experience um i just get paranoid okay like to try it first yeah i feel you mm-hmm. but that i would agree with that that you can like it does let you hone in but too sometimes the, the only negative that i've seen because i like smoke before most of my workouts is that mm-hmm. um you hit that you know that even if you don't smoke that post-workout after your meal and stuff you're like feel you're just kind of drained yeah yeah and then stacking mm-hmm. the like smoking on top of that it's just you're just kind of for like a half hour like fuck. for yourself like do you have like a particular amount that you hit like before a workout like a puff or two yeah, i'd say half two, a bowl two, or to th- two to three or maybe just a really small j or something so like it's kind of like a light yeah yeah, yeah it's nothing too crazy i've done some edible ones before but i mean i smell guys at the gym and like they smell like they smoked like a whole joint before <laughs> <laughs> yeah i rolled in right the other day like literally through the jail like right before he came in the door i'm like i'm probably stanking this shit up <laughs> <laughs> but you feel like it, it helps a lot for you i know you you respect like the fitness game too yeah, so yeah. Like, yeah, I, i'm curious how you you know i think i think it does but like i've just been doing it for so long so it's hard for me to take a step back sometimes and be like it's because i do it 90 you know five percent of the time i work out mm-hmm. stone so but i'd say so yeah it just how do you feel like on workouts where you don't use it a little more uh i guess these days a little more antsy like like you don't feel like as yeah like, like yeah it, just it's like just probably mental it. it's probably just the effect of like oh shit i probably should have smoked before this <laughs> <laughs> but yeah um yeah I, i've always liked it i don't know why probably because i always like smoking and then i was like oh i can smoke and you know do something healthy for myself but what's what do you got going on right now? When's your next uh, competition, or do you know what you're doing in terms of bodybuilding? Right now, it's just uh, lean bulking. So I kind of took the year off to kind of just enjoy life. Had a few like uh, like small events that needed like my full attention. I couldn't like because I was a you know about I was, I was in I was in three weddings. I was say, I've never known anybody to go yeah. to so many bachelor parties. <laughs> three bachelor so. parties in one year. <laughs> so try to like be there for the homies and like. But good, like, while doing it, too, you know? Hell yeah, um, man. But, yeah, for now, just lean bulking, and then won't start the prep again till like, I want to say earliest spring, summer, something like that. Um, really just working on my personal goals right now. Like, I just became a personal trainer, got my certification, um, really trying to build my online coaching, um, looking for, like, personal training jobs at the moment. So really trying to, like, handle that first. Like, as much as I want to step on stage, I know, like, I can't just, like, rush into it all the time. Like, the stage will always be there. I just really got to, like, get all my affairs in order. But the goal is for sure, like, spring, summer, something like that, and really just make a crazy push to try to become a a pro. 
first I got to place top two in a local show and then place top two in a national show. And then from there, that's when you get your IFBB pro card. Bro, and that's just the goal. Dude, and, and just knowing about like some about the game, having my older bro and stuff, mm-hmm. it's like, it sounds so much easier than it is. Like, just come top two, no, come top two. Yeah. It's like, that shit is fucking brutal, yeah, bro. Man. My first two shows, like, first one, I didn't place at all. Uh, second show, I got a uh, second call out. And then third show, finally, that's when I cracked the top five, got fourth place. That felt amazing on its own. Like, I know like, I could have improved a lot, like, during that show alone. I learned a lot, like, just being there and what I did wrong, things I did do right. So every time, like, you learn something more about yourself, and I just love the feeling. Like, I've never been so passionate about, like, something in my entire life. Like, it it took me a while to find, like, why I loved it. And my pursuance, like, with bodybuilding, I see it as bodybuilding found me instead of me finding bodybuilding, if that makes sense. Yeah, yeah, I feel you. That's deep, man. Yeah, man. Yeah, it's it's a crazy game like that, man. But that's cool that each time from each competition, it sounds like you basically progressed on each. Oh one. yeah, you're, you're, you're just climbing the ladder definitely. and fucking. Yeah, bro. Like it was hard, man. What about you, do you see yourself doing a show no, in the future? <laughs> no, no, maybe and I'm like, I don't know, maybe when I'm like fifty or something. <laughs> fifty and older. No, nah, I I wouldn't do a show. I just like doing these. Like right now, I'm doing this twenty one day transformation deal just mm-hmm. to like. How's that going, by the way? good man it's, it's going really good i'm just it made me realize like i was saying to you earlier how shitty i've been eating just on the regular putting what like i always have my mm-hmm. whole life just eat whatever i want drink whatever i want so when i actually hone it when i cut back on everything i'm like damn my diet's been pretty fucked up but not really in the scheme of things like, i still like stay hydrated eat good stuff but it's good man i'm just i like doing it to push myself and I like doing things like that to as like a reward for like Christmas vacation coming up. Oh yeah. So yeah. I go hard for this or like just enjoy yourself things. once yeah, holidays yeah. come around. Yeah, totally. Or like this, po- even this like podcast when I like built up the episodes and kind of did like a little launch on my birthday, but just like a cool way for me to. That was a enjoy fun night, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I got a got a little too crazy there, but uh, yeah, man. So it's going good. Just. So for your uh, your diet and like training right now, like what's that like consisting of? Um, diet is just basically like paleo, just really low carb or some sweet potatoes and brown rice is really my only carb source and oatmeal. Mm-hmm. And then like I'll just earn my carbs is what my brother always taught me is like before and after workout, mm-hmm. get your carbs in to really earn them. And then besides that, just trying to eat high protein, lots of leafy greens and shit. Dope. As far as like your training, like you're doing a lot of... Uh like push, pull, legs, stuff like that, or just typical like bro splits, chest Mondays, back Tuesdays. <laughs> no, I've just been doing, Um, I'll go pretty hard on some compound movements and then I'll like go into some like um, back work or chest or legs, like, but I'll usually start out with like kettlebell to press, like squat to press and it's like some kettlebell swings mm-hmm. and then maybe some deadlifts one like if this is uh, this is what I did yesterday and then I'll go into you know some more shoulder and detailed like back stuff but I'm basically trying to light everything up trained about five days a week but sometimes I don't have enough time so the yes like three days ago I just did like a 20 minute all out Tabata workout and just like burnt it the fuck out but those crush me sometimes dude like, oh yeah, yeah. I'll get those... I, I like having like a full body workout like at least like once a week really just get the blood flow going like everywhere it actually helps with like the recovery process too 
I like to see it as like a active rest day. So like the more blood flow you have, like the more like faster recovery too. That's very interesting. I've never thought yeah. about that. Yeah. Like some people like to do like full rest days and like not do anything, just really just focus on your eating and sleep, do whatever else you have to. Um, but you really can like just take like a quick 20 minute like brisk jog. Um, you could just do a little like bicep pull-ups like for 15, 20 minutes and you're good too. Yeah. yeah. So what's your thoughts on training till, um, or how do you train too? What's your thoughts on like training till failure or how do you train typically? Right now, um, I'm doing a lot more like heavy, like lifting. So like bench press, like I usually start that like with my chest days. I like to do like five to like 10 rep range for about like four sets. Really keep it like as heavy as possible. Um, definitely keeping your form and not sacrificing that as much as possible. I know like the the further like the workout goes, like it's a little bit harder to like keep your form, but yeah, really just like right now it's low volume, heavy pushing. And on the days where I do want to get more volume in, like I'll drop the weight like 10 to like 15% and really just like, like what you're saying, just go like to failure, really get like that massive like pump, really get that mind to muscle connection and really like getting your head like into like the muscle. Like it's kind of like you really gotta it's like dating like a chick you know like <laughs> like the more effort you put into it the more beneficial it is like if you just go into it like half-heartedly she'll know and like same <laughs> with the muscle too like you see a lot of like ego lifters uh, going, oh, yeah. you know like trying to get like anything and, and doing everything possible to like get that weight up and look stupid in the process yeah. it's like that's how i like to look at it that's like, it's all about mind muscle connection okay i feel that's interesting mm. uh connection there too so what do you think of like proprioception? Like, do you close your eyes when you're doing any, any of your movements? Um, I like having my eyes open. I like to be like present. Um, a lot of guys like to focus on like the mirror, like during their reps. And then you realize that you're more looking into the mirror than actually like into the movement itself. So like, I like to just be fixated in like one point. So I'll just like focus on like that little square and then really just like, get every single rep in like one to ten and just really like kind of like channeling it just like being in the zone and being like tunnel visioned about it to like making sure that by the time the the movement's done i got the job done i feel you mm -hmm. yeah i like closing my eyes a fair amount but i do find it harder for sure so like on the on some heavier shit i usually won't but yeah, you're just like focused in. Like I'm gonna get this. No one's ever asked me that before. That's like an interesting question too. Yeah, I really like it. It hel it helps me focus. But that's me in general. Like when I'm trying to stretch out or relax, I like like to have my eyes closed. But like when it's like that last heavy rep, sometimes I'll really just like look like I'm taking a shit and just go, <laughs> just like, like ah, really just like getting it out there. Oh, uh, you you had me laughing, so I have a random one for you. Have you had uh, any good gym stories lately? Anything funny happen? Dang. Um. Well, I, I like to work out in the Hermosa Beach a lot, that 24-hour fitness right there. I don't necessarily have, like, a story per se, but I was talking to my lady about this the other night, too. I kind of have, like, nicknames for people at the gym already. <laughs> Some people I haven't even, like, officially met, but, like, I know how their habits are, and I nicknamed them. Like, there's this guy, he's probably, like, in his 40s, 50s. I call him uh, Mr. Hot Flashes. <laughs> like... 
it never fails. Like wherever he's at, he always tries to find the the fan and just like point it directly at him. <laughs> it's like, dude, like, and sometimes it's facing me. I'm like, bro, I'm trying to get a sweat in. You know, like some people like to sweat here. Yeah, yeah. Um, let's see, let's see. <laughs> some people like to sweat here, man. I know. And oh, then, like, shit. when you turn it off or face it the other way, they get like hissy too. It's like, dude, it's not a big deal. You, it'll it'll come back around if you yeah, want. <laughs> that shit is so the the gym is such a place for comedy, bro. It's so funny. It really is. Like, it's, what's your favorite uh, like gym fails like uh, IG page? You know what? I don't I don't even know if I follow one. I just catch some. My brother sends me some shit. I'm like, check out gym fuckery. Yeah, he sent me some shit. That one, oh my gosh. Yeah, there's like some people doing some crazy shit. Um, I think the craziest thing I've ever seen was um, a seated leg press machine. And there's a guy, he has literally every single 45-pound plate he could put onto it. I want to say there was like 20, 20, 45 pounds on each side and him just like really trying to push it. But he's only going like 10%. Like he's not even going like full range. And you could tell, like, everyone's just laughing, like, dude, what's this guy trying to prove, you know? Yes, I think some people get off on just, like, being able to move the weight a little bit. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I, when I lift something heavier, which is, I don't really lift that heavy usually, but I'm like, yo, yeah, what, what you bench, bro? Oh, yeah, you are telling me the other day that some guy was, like, trying to press you. He was, like, flexing it, like, right in front of you or something. Oh, yeah, he was just, like, flexing. I'm like, all right, dude. But that's funny. That's just a gem, people. But lately, for the past year or two, since I've been out here, bro, I've been training outside so much. I mean, which is hard to, you know, build muscle. I'm just usually doing, like, a lot of body weight and, like, oh, yeah, high rep get shit. a lot of, like, calisthenics but like it's working so, in, yeah, core it's, work. It's been nice. But at the same time, there's something about being, like, up in the gym that is just, like, you're there for, you're, you're there to go hard or fucking just do business. Yeah, yeah, totally. It, it has a different vibe because so many people, I mean, like, I've, people feed off the energy in different ways I feel like but like there's so much energy in there like just being produced mm -hmm. I've never really thought about that till now yeah. if you like could like look at engage all the energy being like put out that would be insane yeah for me right now like the gym is more like my creative space and like more therapeutic creative in the fact like I see like bodybuilding as an art because you're literally like changing the way your body looks and shaping it how it wasn't originally and by the way like you eat and train like you it's crazy how like you can just manifest your body to what it, you want it to look like and therapeutic in the sense where like let's say you're having a, like a shitty day and sometimes the last thing you want to do is work out but like once you're there like you know it's nothing but good for you and by the time you're done with it you're like holy shit like that was amazing and you really just blow off steam if there's someone that like uh, we're in the restaurant service so like if someone that pisses you off you could really just take it out on them like on the, the barbells you know like as much as we want to like hit them sometimes or cuss them out but you can't so i look for the gym for the that release like after work sometimes yeah that's i feel that it's just like um i've said this before it's just like an ex like an escape for me from everything else mm -hmm. um and a lot of times that sounds weird when i use the word escape for people but no, it's no, just like um yeah, just a time where nothing else fucking matters. Put on the jams and go. And that's something, too. Music, bro. Oh, hell yeah. It's I was like, about to ask you, too. I'm a, I'm a, what, what's your uh, what's your go-to genre when you're uh, at the gym? I'd say hip-hop, for hip -hop sure. Hip-hop for you? Yeah. Some, like, trapping hard and all that? Uh, You know, I'm more like, what was I bumping the other day? Yeah, I'll go with some hard dude. I was bumping that new game album. Um, 
last time I was in the gym. Dang, Game has a new album? Yeah, it's his last one, he says. He's, oh, he's retiring, not... but he's got some uh, hard tracks on there. But I like people try. like him who are like just like, or like J-Rock who are just like, you know, just raw, hard. It's been a while since I listened to hip-hop like during a workout. Like for me, and at least I got to have like something like electronic. Like lately it's been a lot of uh, like dubstep, like hard style, really just go like, bah, bah, bah. like sometimes like the, when that beat drops, like it really helps you to get that extra rep or two in for some reason. You feel like the energy like and you try to match like the, the beat and the tempo and it, it feel like it works. Yeah, no, I feel, I feel like there's a lot of science behind it, too. Like just got to look more into it. And yeah, I feel like that's what works best for me. Have you gone to the gym at all and like left your headphones at home? Bro, like, tell me about <laughs> Dude, I have the worst luck when it comes to headphones. I've been through like at least five pairs. Like I've had like a couple beats like and lost those or like broke it somehow. I had a JBL that like I lost like even though I saw it like 10 minutes ago and then all of a sudden I couldn't find it. I'm on my um, my newest one, uh, AirPods. And <laughs> you know, sometimes like the battery life doesn't last as long as you think. Yeah, how and long do those last? I've been wanting to get a pair of those. Um, I want to say I charge it probably like once every like five days. Oh, shit. That's pretty yeah, good. Yeah, so it's pretty good. Huh. But like that first week when I got it, I didn't know like I was trying to test how long I could go without like charging it. Yeah. And then that workout came in. And I was like, oh, fuck. I don't have anything to listen to. I have to listen to Taylor Swift on the radio. What the heck? <laughs> that's a thing, too, at some of these places. Like I never listen to what they're playing usually, but like some gyms I've been to, they'll play in some weird ass shit. I'm like, is anybody actually supposed to get serious listening to this shit? Yeah, I don't know how. I mean, uh, Hermosa right now too, like they've been going through a lot of like blackouts. The last couple of times I've been, they don't have music playing at all. Like the, and the, all their lighting goes out, you're saying? Uh, like, at least like half the gym is like half lit. Weird. Yeah, <laughs> uh, that rain like really fucked us up. <laughs> oh shit. Well, that's a crazy thing too, is a lot of shit's not built for a lot of rain. Surprisingly, it's like yeah, yeah. it's like I feel like people can kind of they're the construction or whoever's doing it can get away with a lot more because you know how often do we see this much rain? I know, but PCH like whenever it rains, they always close off like a couple lanes and it's always heavy traffic too. And yeah, I hate that crap. <laughs> so um, for some reason, PCH was making me think of a dispensary, and it made me think of um, I know you get your stuff through um, our boy sometimes. That but would, would you go to a dispensary you use ease? Okay. Yeah. Um. When I was in Westchester, there was a little like uh, spot, MedMen. Pretty sure you guys know about that one. Yeah, yeah. Um. Not pretty, the biggest. Pretty pricey. Fan. Pretty pricey for that yeah. one. Yeah. Like for like a gram, paying what like twenty five bucks. Yeah, it's not. Uh, yeah, it's cool. My my final take on it is it's good. It's go to once at least. Yeah. And it, if you're like desperate, sure. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. One and done for me on there. What else are they good for? <laughs> What's up? What else are they good for? Um, I mean, I, I've even heard like one of our homies saying you could buy like CBD beer now from them. I've got, I've had a THC beer, the Hi-Fi Hop from Lagunitas. How was that? It was pretty good. I mean, they did a good job of infusing the hops flavor, but it's basically hops infused with like a soda water, so it doesn't have like the same feel. Do you still get that like high at least, or it's more not, just like it was? You know, it's not enough. A for relaxing. Me. It was feel. like five milligrams, I think. So, I would need to drink a fair amount of them to feel it. But I mean, you could finish a whole six pack, right? Yeah, yeah. I, I mean, I could, but that's the thing. That's so much to drink of like <laughs> yeah, a, yeah, hoppy yeah. soda water. But it's cool. I respect it. I'm just ready for 
that's where the laws are interesting. I know some, like with cannabis and cocktails, like I've done some videos about, but I know some people have had to take their CBD cocktails off their menus and shit. Oh, really? Yeah, because it's just, which, you know, it's, it's just CBD, but it's just like, you know, it's, it's just still such a gray area. People don't really know. Dude, what to, you, you being a bartender too, like you should try like making some of those. Yeah, uh, well, I have. I, I've done a bunch of infused cocktails. Well, not oh, really? not four people, or I've given right, them yeah, a couple yeah. people. But yeah, I've done like a cannabis infused old fashioned, margarita, Cosmo, Ooh. basically all types of shit. They're really easy if you have the cannabis infused simple syrup. But I got a there's a is that like a crazy process to break down to get into like the syrup? It's not crazy. I recommend doing it with the flour. So I just do that and I make the simple syrup equal equal parts sugar water, and then I add a vegetable glycerin, or you can add sunflower lecithin. For like an emulsifier to let the THC help it bind to that, um, and then so you boil the simple, throw in the vegetable glycerin, and kind of let the bud steep in there for a while, and then it's infused. Sounded like some Breaking Bad stuff right there. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, but there's also like you can get. I haven't done this one yet, but they sell you know drinks at the dispensaries like the Thirst Quencher mm -hmm. brand is really solid. But you can mix that with whatever. But I mean, it's a dangerous crowd. That's why people aren't fucking. Yeah, with yeah, because it's like, hard to like gauge how strong it's gonna be, how weak it is. Uh, you give somebody who's never had it before. Like my girl can eat a little piece of an edible and be rocked off her ass. So like, pair that with alcohol, and some people would get fucking too gone. Like when I know you like to make your syrups. Like, do you like to start off with like a small dosage, or do you kind of know like what to expect with like a certain amount that you like say like a gram? or however like with my homemade stuff yeah um i usually it's always a, it's typically a testing experience um because i'm using different stuff mm. but like recently i used the same trim and shake um i got from chris um and i used that for another batch of coconut oil so i knew it was about two ounces i knew it was about gonna be about the same as and last it's, time it's the same feel every time for the most part this coconut oil too has been legit on the um diet because i'm just hitting that some of that when i for a nighttime mm -hmm. like to help me sleep um i would get a little of that coconut oil in that's infused and it's just like a healthy way to consume and i have a whole jar that i got for free well 10 bucks for the oil but, oh damn yeah so chris but like that's the beauty you can do with shake and trim in a crock pot bro you can just cook some shit up legit yeah which is like i don't know dude dispensaries are just so damn expensive Oh heck yeah! Like I love mm -hmm. them. Like and, uh, they're cool. The taxing is insane the too. Tax, What's it, like thirty percent? Something insane. I'm like yo, insane high amount. That's the thing that will be good when it goes federal. Is I heard they were trying to do like a four percent tax or some shit, which I don't believe. Trying it. to regulate it more. Yeah, like that'd be nice though if it went down. Yeah, but that's why the black market's still thriving. That's why people are just like. But I mean, it, it's just it's awesome though because it's a good way for people. First of all, it's like legitimizing it and it makes people like, let's say MedMen, somebody who's never smoked comes and visits California. It's like, oh, let's go to this. Yeah, yeah. It's like a tourist attraction. It's yeah. like the new like in and out of like cannabis kind of, you know. Dude, and then uh, you kind of turn me on in and out, I think, actually, initially. Oh, yeah, because you're East Coast. What are you like Shake Shack growing up? Well, you know what? I didn't even have, didn't even, uh, there was a little White Castle. Okay, um, yeah, That, yeah, that, yeah, that, that didn't come till later. Um, but I'm trying to, we didn't have, dude, we were just fucked with like the Mc, and where I was in like Hackettstown, mm -hmm. right, I was right next to it, but they just had like Wendy's, Burger King, McDonald's, you know, your classics. So how old were you when you first had your very first internet experience? Shit, dude, like three years ago. Dang. So it's like, yeah, I was 25 or 26. You are introduced to the light. <laughs> yeah, everybody was talking it up so much. I'm like, this place can't be that good. 
I just wanted to be like a hater on it almost because everybody was talking it up so highly. I'm like, dude, there's no way this place can be that good. And I tried, I'm like, all right, this shit's pretty good, like, especially for the price point. What was your first order? You I have got, to know I, your first I order. I got uh, two double doubles and an animal fry. Did it right? Yeah, Did yeah. Right. How was that first bite? Good. good. I was ju- uh, just driving home, just crushing it. Did you like smoke before too? Or just, no, you were no. Just like, this was like, oh, I was just right try. after work, just fucking starving. So it's like, had to pull in there. This is like after the what the suburbia days, huh? Yeah, it was the, like three years ago. Yeah, this is a it's a while ago. But Dang. what happened too is I was kind of talking to somebody. I was like, "Yo, you know, I'm not. I don't know if I'm feeling it." And the couple was like, "They t- gave me a pretty fat tip, and then they gave me ten more bucks cash. Like, you go, you get, you have to get animal fries with this." <laughs> and that's kind of what pushed me <laughs> that's over the a edge. Legit tip I, was there. Like, <laughs> I was like, "Word, word." Like, and then they came back in. I was like, "I see what you guys are saying." I was like, "I was kind of being a hater." They're like. That's dope. That's dope. But yeah, that place is solid, man. What else? What other grub you feeling out here? That's your good Chick Fil A. Oh, dude, Chick Fil A. Chick Fil A always clutch. They just opened one like right by my apartment too. Oh shit! And it's like a two minute drive, so I'll go there a lot of times, like post workout. It's like after leg day, get uh, what two Chick Fil A sandwiches, order side of nuggets, <laughs> and then get some fries. <laughs> Chick-fil-A sauce all day. Always ask for extra Chick-fil-A sauce. I see you, bro. What's your take on the Chick-fil-A versus Popeye's right now? Um, The hype. What's this going on? I'm not... The the Popeye's chicken sandwich? Take like an hour just to get a chicken sandwich. You never heard of it? No. Dude, you're an influencer. Come on. What? Uh, So, (laughs) like Popeye's really pushing their um, crispy like chicken sandwich right now. Dude, I'm surprised you ever heard about this. Like the past like month and a half, like... (laughs) <laughs> They've been selling out a lot because people have been waiting like hour and a half, two hours just for a chicken sandwich, dude. Who does that? I haven't yet. I haven't yet. But I have a bunch of friends who has and like Bro, I would not wait I would and not the, wait fucking the 10 consensus, minutes for a chicken sandwich. Everyone always says Chick-fil-A still wins. Still wins. I believe dude. it, yeah, yeah. there. Yeah. Consistency. Yeah. Chick-fil-A is gonna come out on top there. Heck yeah. That, I still gotta try that Popeyes that, though. Give it a that try. That taste is built in people's fucking like bloodstreams by now. Oh yeah! Like when something's yeah. around long enough, like Chick Fil A or In and Out, people have that taste like ingrained with so many mm-hmm. memories, and you know, it's just like. Do you even get like other sauces other than the Chick Fil A sauce? I usually do, but I usually I'll, I'll be a like, Chick Fil A and honey mustard and something else, and I'll only fuck with the Chick Fil A. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'll order extra just so I could have like extra like in stock like yeah. in my fridge. <laughs> I do the same shit, and then I'll throw it in like other sandwiches. Like it might sound like a crime, but there's a McDonald's <laughs> like right next to my house too. I'll get a chicken sandwich and use the same Chick-fil-A sauce to like dip into hey, it. Man. It works. It works. Yeah. This is like munchy talks right here. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, what's um what else, man? I'm just trying to think of other good food that I've been you know, I I never get fast food. In and out's about it. Um, dude, um taco trucks are for do you have, oh, yeah, do you have like a yeah. favorite food truck? There's are there any in how's Manhattan Beach living, dude? Or do you have like any food trucks around there? I doubt it. Not really. Uh Westchester had a lot of uh, taco like trucks like pop-ups but yeah not too many like food trucks like in Manhattan Beach that's they, for sure they got some good restaurants though for sure. oh yeah yeah little sister what's, down to beach what's up <laughs> what's what's the uh, best one you think uh, in Manhattan or best couple oh man you've turned me on to some good spots I know you're a foodie like myself so let's see I'm talking about like actual like sit down yeah or like I'm trying to think where you turned me on to recently the most recent spot uh I'm oh yeah, dude, right you were fucking right. That Bestia place is like. Oh a, yeah, yeah. That shit is a three guys, month wait. You guys ready? Uh, get it? Um, I, I think we're on some lists. I'm like, who is? That's crazy. That shit you have to for three it's months. It's still like that. Yeah. So when's your reservation? Um, I'm, I don't know. My girl's figuring it out. 
day. Three months, dude. Must yeah. be some. Must be and some the place good. has been open for like a few years already. Must too. be some good shit, man. But yeah, man. So, do you ever hit that uh, Manhattan Beach area, that little training area outdoors? Um, yeah, I like to like run on the Strand. Uh, just get like some quick cardio in. I'll run from like uh, Hermosa Pier to Manhattan Beach Pier. It usually takes about like hour, something like that, back and forth. Um, working out wise, I still keep it like relatively inside the gym. Um, it's more like when I want to have like that clear like mental space where I get that jog in. Really, just taking the ocean air, the view. You know, like, you can't beat it. Like, and you run on the strand, or do you run on the sand? Uh, when I mix it up, yeah, I'll, I'll run on the sand a little bit. Um, typically, just like on the strand, though, for the most part. When I want to, like, really, like, really get that blood flow going, then I'll run on the sand. A lot more challenging, for sure. Yeah, I mean, I, what's your take on that? I assume, and I feel like I've read, and I think too that it's probably better, or it is good for you because it's so soft. Yeah, yeah, you're less using your actual like lower impact and all yeah. that. Um, yeah, you definitely activate a lot more like muscles like when you run on the sand versus like on concrete. Um, yeah, it's more just like preference the way I see it. You really want if you want like that explosion, really practice like on the sand. There's another spot I want to hit up uh, the El Segundo uh, Dunes. So it's like a this big up like sand hill. I'm and so a lot of people like uh, like to train there. A lot of uh, NBA athletes, NFL athletes, stuff like that. And it's free too. And maybe you were telling me about that, but I looked a while it up. back. Yeah. yeah, it looks pretty cool. It's in El Segundo. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Cool. It's still a spot I got to hit up. Probably next hit training. Get, break out that camera. We, we on could there. do. We could do a uh, shoot there too if you yeah. want. Break out the camera there. Get some content, man. You, you'll definitely hate me for that one. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like that would be crazy running up that. Yeah, that was the craziest. The hardest I've ever gone was I didn't even mean to. Um, I was in Crested Butte, Colorado, and mm -hmm. I drive down the mountain on the bike. My boy who goes there every year is like, yo, I'm going to take the bus back up. I'm like, no, I'm going to ride the bike. He's like, no, you're fucking stupid. So I don't listen to him. He knows. He goes takes the bus up, and I try to ride the bike up, dude. I almost Up the hill? <laughs> up, up this whole Crested Butte mountain, dude. And I get there. I'm, I'm almost seriously like passed out so many times because the air, and I was not ready. I should have taken my boy's advice, but I was like, dude, never again hardest workout of my life that that and then a rock wall you ever climb up rock walls yeah 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 that shit's hard dude i've done the belaying one the traditional style with like you're on a harness i've done bouldering um dude crazy you're on, you're on like grip shit, right the, uh bouldering no oh you just kind of yeah that one's like that side. free yeah, climbing yeah i thought you were for a second i thought it was like legit like a cliffhanger shit. No, no 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 f that no i, I can't do that especially with like me like trying to pursue like being a, a pro bodybuilder now like I try not to put myself in like dangerous like situations like that just because like anything can happen. Uh, I've seen it too. The body's fragile like that too. Yeah, especially know. with like bouldering. Like, sure you're gonna land on like a soft like mattress or whatever it is, but I've seen some people like tear ACLs, like hyperextend their elbows and all that. And dude, it's just yeah, it's traumatizing. I can't, I can't do it. I can't afford to. That's for sure. Yeah, and that's the crazy part too. Is just an injury like just. The preventative yeah especially yeah. the older you get you have to be like so like self-conscious about it like drop of a hat anything could change like what's what's gonna happen with like your work like who's gonna pay your bills you know yeah. like just because you're hurt doesn't mean they're they're gonna put that on hold yeah and that's, and that's where i've gotten better 
I used to be really good, but like of warming up before, because mm-hmm. there was a little kick where I wasn't warming up as good as I should have. But like just getting the blood. Flowing oh yeah, like yeah, it's super, I, yeah. super underrated for sure. Yeah, get that going and then loosen it up. I got friends that still do that. Like they'll just show up the gym. Okay, we're gonna uh, max out our <laughs> bench press right now. It's like, dude, are you trying to like hurt yourself? <laughs> yeah, work it up. You get get it all going, right? Do you have like a a warm up routine you like to go to? Yeah, I. You know, just a bunch of different um, full body mood. Usually start with like some body squats, get on the floor, do some um, like reverse delt work and just like some shoulder mobility exercises. Mm-hmm. The, the shoulder mobility for me is the biggest one because I've had some shoulder like probably, I probably have a shoulder impingement, but like I've had something in the past, but like I just try to, that's where I try to loosen up the most. And I'll usually do some cardio to get everything else going. Right, but, yeah, yeah. And band work. I, I haven't been doing that as much, but the bands have saved me so many times doing the bands. I haven't really used like bands as much as I should have. Like I'm just starting to use it when it comes to like leg day. I use like that hip circle or like bands to like really like loosen up the hip flexors, get the glutes activated, stuff like that. Um, but when it comes to like my warm up, I pretty much have like a routine that I stick to. So it's always like six to ten minutes of solid like stair climbers or treadmill. Really get the blood flow going. Nothing like crazy, just really like getting the the body temperature up and then doing a solid like five, 10 minutes of like actual foaming and stretching really get like to particularly like the muscle group I'm going to train that day. That's what I'll focus on, like the stretching. And it's helped like night and day too. like you'll notice like when you don't stretch, like injuries are more likely to happen, especially the Uh. older you get. And you can feel it too, or at least I can, if I don't get the best. And I'm like doing something like, okay, I got to work this out a little more mm-hmm, instead, mm-hmm. instead of just pushing through it, which you can do. But yeah. What's your, what's your max, bro? Shit, I, dude, I haven't maxed, I'm, I haven't maxed out in like so many years. I just, I, for a while in college, I was just trying to bulk up, get mm-hmm. big, like bodybuilder status. But then I'm like, I'm just going to try to stay healthy and stay, um, stay fit. I mean, what's your, what's your secret? You stay like relatively lean, like all year. I just try to just hit the gym at least three times a week. I mean, I've been doing more right now, but just mm-hmm. three or workout it doesn't have to be the gym, but just get, get rocking three days a week. That's about it. Yeah. We still got to do that, that training video. Yeah. Any, any ideas what you want to do yet or um, where? I have a pretty dope idea. I think Manhattan beach would be cool doing it, but there's um some cool, sorry. Um, there's some cool rooftops I've been looking at in LA that'd be legit and then with like a cool um sky like a skyline view but I thought it'd be like a dope aesthetic to a video a training video yeah I think that will sound pretty legit but at the same time the beach is always solid and free because these places I'm looking at cost a little cost a little dough but so it's like you know but yeah you're down to smoke up before that one sure yeah for true buds yeah yeah anything (laughs) anything with true buds (laughs) That's what I'm talking about, man. Hell yeah. I want to ask, how'd you, how'd you come up with the name? I never asked you that. Dude, I know d- it's like a spin off of like the, the TV series, right? Like True Bloods or whatever. No, actually. No, no, no. You just kind of no. thought of it? Yeah. Um, so you're just that dope? Yeah, yeah I, no, I was just sitting for like a while before I did it. I was just thinking, I'm like, I was just thinking like, shit. I, I don't know. For The word true came to me. Mm-hmm. And then I just was thinking like true and then buds and I was like because it's like has a multi-meaning mm-hmm. like you know play on words yeah play on yeah. words and I was like oh that sounds dope and I, I just went with it Did I, but yeah I just spent a day or like a couple like an hour trying to think about it 
I like, like it. it. I, I was like about to say, you like it? Okay, cool. <laughs> I mean, it's high. Yeah, yeah. No, I'm, I'm, I think it's uh, I think it has a nice sound to it. So, and I just wanted it to be the whole the whole message behind the brand of just being like as truthful as I can, being true, you know, to all the true buds. It's memorable. Man. Yeah. Stays true to the the brand. I see it. Yeah. Try, staying true, man. So what about you, man? Um, I should have mentioned earlier where's the best place for somebody to contact you on your Facebook page if they want to talk training or like get some info. Um, well, you can find me mostly on uh, Instagram. Uh, my handle is uh, dormall.ant. And then if you want to try to email me, inquire about any uh, like fitness like plans or meal plans, anything like that, you can find me on antstheticsfitness at gmail.com. I'm yeah, pretty sure uh, Jack will have it on the Yeah, those will be down. Link. Yeah, those will be down below. That's what's up, man. Um, I'm excited to see where you start taking your training and your bodybuilding career, my man. Yeah, dude. I can't wait to shoot content with you. I know it's been like long overdue. Yeah, we've been talking about this for like a minute. So we really yeah. got, I mean, come. <laughs> this is a big step right here. <laughs> yeah, this is, I'm, I'm happy to get you in here, bro. Okay, Same, yeah. Glad it's to support. Like, it's crazy how, dude, time, this year, how, like, I mean, it this has been a, it's by, been a rough like. year. Oh, yeah, it has? A lot of, a uh, lot of ups and downs, okay. for sure. Very like character building year. I'd say. I'd agree. 2020 coming up dude saying goodbye to a decade what would you say is like what was like your best year of the 2010s shoot that's a good question what was like uh the turning point year for jack waltering you know i would say it was what i've been out here for four i'd say it was 20 it was 2015 or early 2016 probably when i came out here bro just because that was a big turning point to move out from uh, drive well, on out here. What made you want to come out to L.A.? Uh, acting, the film industry. That's right. So, I, I mean, I had it planned that when I left, I would I stacked up for about a, two years in Kansas to have a little backup money, which I went through quick as fuck, too. Like, quicker than I thought. I bought a bunch of silver and shit, too, because I've been buying silver for so many years. Oh, really? Yeah. It, um, I didn't know that. Yeah, it's an interesting market, bro. Like, I've made some money on it, but I would have made a lot more. Because the lowest I've seen it is $14 an ounce and the highest I've seen it was like uh, 31 wasn't it like the same like price level as like gold for a little bit I don't maybe back in the day but no time recently I, I only keep track of silver and copper every now and then my little bro and I used to um, he made a little machine that would separate copper pennies from mm -hmm. pennies that aren't copper hoping that you can't deface them right now but the melt value because essentially those copper pennies are worth like two point something, two point eight cents or some shit back. I don't know what they're worth. Oh now. wow! So yeah, basically that's so it's actually worth more than yeah. its face value. Yep. So that's why they wow. stopped making copper pennies. Um, so the way we looked at it was like, dude, if my grandma back before they stopped making uh, silver quarters, if she just had a ton of silver quarters, would been rich. The ninety percent silver quarters that you know. So it's like, which I find every now and then. I found one the other day. I'm like, oh shit, this is cool. Interesting. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it's a. Uh, but yeah, random tangent there. <laughs> but there's something about owning the metal. Like I have a couple, I know we've talked about stocks a little bit. I have a couple little mm -hmm. stocks, but like there's something about holding like a big silver bar that's just dope. I have yet to do that. Yeah, it feels that good. so boss. Yeah. If, I mean, the 10 ounce bars, you know, if when I was getting it for 15 an ounce, it's only, only 150 bucks, 148, you get a big... Where do you go for that? You go like just the bank? Um, I used to go to pawn shops when I started, when oh. I was like 16. My little brother actually got me into it. He's like 15. Um, but then I discovered my boy put me on the Scottsdale Silver in Arizona. And if you order through there, they don't have sales tax on the silver. So oh, you order okay. online and it's all insured. I've ordered through them like five times. 
and the package always comes. But the first time I was like, I'm dropping this money. I hope it's all cool, but they make sure everything's legit. But my point was I, I had the stack, dude, of like silver. And then I had to find a job out here and shit. And then I'm like, go to this guy. And he was looking at me sketchy. He's like, how long you been out here? I'm like, oh, like about a month. Like, cause I'm bringing all this random silver to some guy in like a pawn shop in Hermosa. He's probably wondering like, what the fuck does this guy get this? <laughs> <laughs> that's pretty random. But yeah. hey, that's, uh, I like it. That's, in- that's interesting, dude. Yeah. But yeah, a little bit of, you got some stocks, right? You were telling me? Uh, a little bit. Nothing like crazy. I, I'm not like heavily like investing into it. More just like casually. Yeah, I have like $400 in stocks. Let's keep it real here with everybody. Not bad. <laughs> <laughs> it's something though. I just wanted to start dabbling, but uh, a couple of them are weed stocks, you know, but. That's something I've been wanting to invest in too. Like, are there still like a ton of like startups like for that? You know, that's where it's a hard place. And I think there's a lot of people that was like really hyped up probably a year or two ago. And I think a lot of companies might even have made like a little shell or some shit just to create hype and just take money basically. But I think there's, I think there's legit ones out there, but I know a lot of them who were hyped to be solid. I think it was just like a way to like, like infuse money. Yeah. And do you have any like particular like companies that you like a lot or trust (sighs) for, for someone who's looking to like invest, like someone like me? Um, Nobody that I would really want to say, really, to be honest. I, like, I, I, like I'm like i investing in some companies, but nobody that I'm like, oh, this is because I haven't made anything off them. I see, I see. But like, that's where I'm looking for more of like the smaller upcomers who aren't even public yet. And so what's, if you, like if you can keep track of those people before they pop, mm-hmm. like, but that's where the game is crazy, man. Uh, like it's uh, like that's a tech world. Like, like you, you see the Silicon Valley finale? I did. See, And that's like the... Uh, that can happen so easily. Companies, especially in this cannabis and tech mm-hmm. world, they can just, you know. What did you think about the finale? I liked it a lot. My my girl didn't. I, I was like indifferent at first, and then my girl had to like explain it a little bit more. I was like, okay, I see it. I see it. Do want to? Should we do any spoiler alerts or no? <laughs> This this will uh, that's why I was being hesitant there. This will yeah, I'll, yeah. I'll probably drop this out a little later, but we'll leave it at that. I don't want to. Okay, that's fair. But yeah, it's, it's, yeah, I liked it. But I I worked on a project like that a while ago where it was like that um, mockumentary style. Mm -hmm. And uh, it kind of felt like The Office a little bit. Yeah, and it's, it's yeah, exactly. And it's just so, um, they're so fun and so easy and you can do it so low budget. And there's so much like, yeah, that's, I really like that style. It might be a love hate thing though. Like it, I just find that shit so funny. I know, people you have, like talking. You have like more of an eye for it. Like you're in the acting scene, so you know like better. Dude, I think you need to get a uh, get out in the acting game out here, man. Buff up on us. Get uh, be that um. Just like shred down first. Yeah, I'd be sh- down. Shred down, dude. Get I'd some. I'd be uh, down for real. Just like start out, you know, just with whatever role you can. Just be that guy. Just be that swole dude in the army. <laughs> the army. You know what I'm saying? Like, you know that like, I'm just picturing a movie with like an army of swole dudes behind like fucking Jason Momoa or something. Well, like, it's like it's Captain America. <laughs> we want you. <laughs> yeah, it's a crazy game, man. Crazy. You have any tips for uh, someone who's trying to get in? Like yeah. a beginner? Beginner? If you if you were trying to get in right now, um, I'd say just know, just know what's your focus of what exactly you want. Or like, are you going to go where are you going to try to break in the most? Like, where would be your focus? And I would say for you, I mean, 
what's worth your time? Do you have like a passion act or are you just trying to make money on it? Because if you just want to make some extra potential money on the side, I would say just commercial should be the main focus. But if you want to like do it more for the acting aspect, I mean, fo- start, yeah, I start like out doing short films and quick, stuff. easy, like money, you know, like I've, I thought about doing like commercial or like, like cover spreads or whatever, you know, just like really getting like the body right, seeing what people want to see. Yeah. And, that, and that's like a, for some, I mean, it's it's part of it luck, but that's also a misconception too. Sometimes it's like, just because you know, it's it's like sometimes to get the commercial gig, you got to audition for five other gigs before you even get one. I'm say. sure. And yeah. then for those other five, let's say you drove back and had callbacks. Like, there's there's so much work that's like somebody might an actor might be like, oh, I just made you know thirty thousand on this gig. You know, it's like well. What, what was the work put in for that? How many months? Or maybe they were just on a fucking hot streak and booking, booking, booking. But a lot of times, that's the way I look at it. Like if I mm-hmm. book something, I'll be like, well, it took me this long to get that. So you got to break that money up throughout the months. And then it, for me, at least it hasn't that's ended up being a whole really lot. Cost, yeah. I see. But, uh, you know, I, I need to get on my grind harder and start getting it. But, um, but yeah, that's definitely something I've been like wanting to do, but not necessarily like knowing how to go about it. Yeah, I would say if, mm-hmm. if you definitely want to do that, I'll hook you up with somebody to get you to start yeah, some, some cheap be, headshots great, yeah. and then probably just get a couple full bodies for that's more modeling. Mm-hmm. So and on all the headshots are just going to be on your acting side to, you know, just join Casting Frontier LA Casting. Get on there and then start submitting yourself and then start looking for an agent. Thanks for the time. And, yeah, and I can, uh, I'm more than down to help you out in any way I can there, bro. So thank you. Please thank don't you. hesitate to reach out. My little sister, who's still in Kansas, um, is doing the same thing. She just got her headshots. Trying to be an actress, too? Yeah, so she's doing that. Um, Following big bro steps. Yeah, she's uh, she, she's really cool, man, a talented girl. So see what happens. But it's funny, the photographer who shot out, I shot out here with him also is from Kansas. So it's was like shooting with the same guy. It was funny. But he's Jeff Nichols. Jeff Nicholson, pardon me. Solid, solid guy. Um, but uh, yeah, bro, it's a crazy game, man. I'm sure. That's why this year has been focused on True Buds for me, though. But I do have, um, I have one script in the bank that I wrote, and I got another, con- one that I'm working on right now that I'm really, it's exciting, excited man. to drop, man. Big year for True Buds. Yeah, dude. So, um, the the one I have isn't cannabis; it's drug dealing related. It's like family drama road trip. The mm-hmm. one that I've have finished, um, but which is um but the other one's gonna be more weed related comedy stoner comedy i have some crazy shit i don't want to say too much right now mm-hmm. but this shit's gonna be pretty like fun and original stoner comedy can't movie. wait to see it yeah man. so got, got a lot got a lot to keep going man get this podcast keep cranking this has been great dude like kicking with people like yourself man in the studio it's just been a really chill experience and it's just, i'm like damn i wish i've been doing this for a minute dude this is fun too yeah it's Laid back. Anyway, anyway, I can support. I mean, you know, I'm always here for you, bro. <laughs> Likewise, brother. Likewise, man. Any big plans for uh, True Buds for 2020? Yeah, bro. I'm really, really trying to dive in on getting this strain. Um, I'm talking to one company right now, um, and then I'm about to. I got a couple others that I'm about to reach out to. So I'm just putting my feelers out to see the best way, because I'm just trying to see the best way I can do this. And for me, what I'm thinking is. Like, like I'm saying, is partnering with a company who already has all the connections built, licensing already set in place. And I just come on as like a partner and with like a True Bud strain. And then that strain will be available in dispensaries. And then I can push Dude, it, that'd be p- push it via social media. 
So that's the mo that's like the biggest focus right now is trying to do that. Or I'm down for some really good edibles. Like I love edibles, but like I want to, it needs to be some high end shit. But yeah, that, that's the main focus and then still stay, you know, busy on this podcast, um, getting sponsors, bro. I've been like, I've been in my life recently the most, which is awesome. I've been cold calling people like the most I ever have. Oh, wow. Yeah. And it's fun. I've, I've actually been recording some of them. I haven't put them up yet, but I'm doing like a behind the scenes, like True Buds doc of like just some behind the scenes shit that I would never, that I don't show or talk about, but you know, it's just fun. And then I go through too. I haven't watched too many of them, but I've watched a couple and it helps me like oh shit maybe i could have you know been smoother here saying mm -hmm. this and pitching and whatever but that's awesome dude yeah it's, it's been a it's been a learning curve. I, I used to do a little bit of cold calling myself too <laughs> yeah huh yeah uh when i was selling uh insurance for a little bit i would uh call probably like 50 people a day what was the key to keep them what was what's the biggest key do you say you got to go through the nose to get the yeses okay so, so basically just like the more you fail, the closer you are to succeeding in it. And are you looking for something more like in depth sort well, of thing? No, no, that's perfect. But I would like, how would like, I guess in terms of just like the start of the call, if I, if you, if I answered and I was like, hello, would like, do you just try to be personable right off the front? You don't like jump down. Well, like I had like a, like a mini script and really just kind of like drill, practice, rehearse. So like you want to like practice in front of the mirror before you actually make the call. I'm pretty sure it's like similar with like acting, you know, like just finding the right tone to let out uh, the pace of how fast you're going to talk, how slow, um, the amount of questions, um, really just getting in depth with breaking down the call. Yeah, it's kind of like kind of like reverse engineering it, you know, like kind of anticipating like all the like all the obstacles like you'll experience like over it. Um, but yeah, it's it's pretty nerve wracking. And was that all, sure. was that commission based? It was with a base salary, or was it solely commission? Just commission only. Okay. So yeah, like if I hard. if I didn't sell, I didn't eat. Well, that, and that's what I'm trying to get on now with this shit. I was like, I just need to keep fucking calling people, bro. Like my game's still been weak. I see that every day. Like if I was calling people, like it's a lost art too. Yeah, for real. Like, and if you're doing that every day, you're gonna be making moves. Heck yeah. Heck you know. Yeah. I mean, I don't know. For everybody, it's different. I don't know what you would do, like, as a trainer, like, but I'm, I don't know who you would call to be, like, you know. I guess to... now with, like, social media, like, for, I, I think it's a lot easier for, like, fitness people. Like, you really just have, like, Instagram, you have Twitter, Snapchat, Facebook. You don't really have to, like, speak over the phone as much. The, you have, like, all the DMs That's that you true. can That's rely great. on. Avoiding that, like, face-to-face -face or call-to-call -call and really just you could get across like that message that you really want instead of just like calling all nervously and like saying something like you didn't mean. And you're like, after the call, you're like, holy shit, what the fuck did I just say? You know? Yeah. But, the, but there is also the beauty to it where you can get like a, Oh yeah. You it's way get, more interpersonal yeah, yeah, for sure. Yeah. yeah. Cold calling, bro. Get that cold call game up, man. Get that Wolf of Wall Street game on. Yeah. Sorry. Uh, <laughs> that guy is crazy, man. I've watched some of his stuff. I've watched a couple like minutes of his podcast. He, he's uh, Jordan Belfort. Yeah. yeah, he's an interesting dude. But uh, yeah, I was about to go on a tangent about that and the whole movie and the, <laughs> the movie's dope though. It's movie. Like sell me this pen. <laughs> <laughs> oh shit! Yeah, I think I saw. No, it might have been an interview. I saw him do that shit. It was pretty funny. But yeah, that's crazy. He's you out. know he he lives in Manhattan Beach too. Does he? Yeah, I thought he was in fucking Manhattan, New York, or some shit. I'm pretty sure he has a home there too, oh. but. 
I heard his son goes to high school like in um, I want to say like Mira Costa or something. Oh shit! And uh, well, our old hostess, uh, Martha, she she knew uh, his son. Oh yeah, yeah. Like they went to high school together. Okay. Like he would <laughs> he would like treat them like to dinner, like all expense paid like on him. I was like, dude, uh, that's a good person to know right there. What about me, Jordan? Where's my dinner? You can sell you this pen. <laughs> I was playing, but for for real, John, it's been good to have you on, brother. Likewise, man. Thanks Looking for having me. Looking forward to this workout. Let's um try to plan on January, bro. Get some cool content. Let's do it, my dude. My guy here. Thank That's you. What I'm talking about. Thank you guys for kicking it today. I'll catch you on the next one. Smoke a fatty, cause I know I'm about to smoke on that purple menace. This shit is good, <laughs> for real. Some purple ass shit, bro. Gotta try that. I got too. it from Brands Boy. Oh yeah, yeah shit's good, man. Shit is good. Thank you to the sponsor today, Mind Muscle Academy. My brother Justin's offering some really cool deals, so I'm just going to give you direct access to email him, let him know your goals, let him know what you're thinking, and he'll hook you up with some discounts for being a true bud. Email Justin at justinwaltering at gmail.com for instant offers and get to know my bro who runs Mind Muscle Academy Built bigger, better, faster, cover model, fitness guru, and chill dude who's helped me on my transformation. Also, John Dormal, who we have on the show today, is offering a 20% discount on his digital coaching and personal training. Just hit him up, say you're a true bud, and you're good to go. This is true buds, that Mary Jane, now we ain't new to this. For my stoners and for my cannabis enthusiasts. Never heard a show as good as this. Yeah, number one, it's the best. Bringing in many special guests in the industry of cannabis. Business owners to growers, even artists you know of. So sit back and just roll up the perfect show for my smokers. True buds.